Hello, everyone. Welcome back. I am Sherry Douglas, and you're listening to episode 24 of the Faith-Led Interior Design Show. Color is one of my very favorite subjects in interior design. Do you know that the color scheme for your home should be based on your skin coloring? Or should I say the color of your skin undertone? How do you choose your color scheme for your home? Stay tuned to choose colors according to your skin color and the lighting in your home. This is a deep dive, but simplified. I think you'll learn a lot. I believe that interior design should be easy, don't you? Regardless of your budget, your home should be a reflection of you and representation of what calls to your spirit. Interior design isn't just about floor plans and decorating, it's about psychology of space. On the Faith-Led Interior Design Show, you'll learn how to transform your home into a place that nurtures your soul and benefits your family without breaking the bank. Hi, I'm Sherry Douglas, and welcome to the Faith-Led Interior Design Show. As always, our verse for the week is, what does the Bible say about letting your light shine? He told us, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. That's Matthew 5, 14 through 16. If you're a child of God, he lives in you. It is his light that shines through you. The Bible says we cannot save ourselves. Our perceived goodness does not get us into heaven. Actually, the Bible says none of us are good, not one. This is compared to the Lord's holiness and his perfection. The goodness that we have comes from God living in us when we ask him to do that. His goodness in us is like light shining forth from within us. That way he is glorified, not us. Not one man should be able to boast. So let's let our lights shine in our homes. Today we're talking about choosing color according to your skin color and a little bit of light theory. Color is amazing. I just love the study of color and how color affects us and just every aspect of colors. But colors can change drastically based on so many factors and how we perceive them. The biggest factor is the light that the color is viewed in. Imagine an overcast day versus a bright sunny day. How does that affect the color of a tree or a flower? It can be fantastically different. In a shaded area, the exact same color can appear different, usually darker, more gray than the same color in a bright, sunny area. Think of a rainy day versus a sunny day. The colors are completely different on the same items. So I rest my case. Selecting interior design paint colors can be intimidating, tricky, and expensive if done wrong. So the question I get so often, what can a person do and how can they make color selections like a professional interior designer? The main reason paint colors are hard to select is because the colors change with the lighting in the place. The color can appear very different in the same room depending on how much light is hitting the color. A wall with light on it is going to appear lighter than a wall with no light on it. Not only natural light, but interior lighting can also affect the color. Another thing that can affect color is the type of light bulbs that we use. Is the light bulb emitting a warm tone or is the light bulb emitting cool tones? 
and how do those tones, when you turn on the light in the room, affect the color? So we have to look at so many factors in color. I cannot stress enough that you want to test the color in a room by putting a sample, maybe on two or three walls in that room prior to painting it. So much easier to do samples and test them instead of just painting the whole area. I've seen people actually paint whole houses and that's really a big, big, big mistake. So I, I really harp on doing color samples in the area that you're going to do it so that you don't have large, costly mistakes that are not necessary. You may think you know what the color is going to look like in the room, but there have been, probably most of us have made a mistake where we're shocked that the color actually turned out that way. So we want to be super careful with that. So it's best to make a test color by painting a sample in the room, maybe do two or three samples. And I usually like to paint them on something else, like the paper bags or that kind of thing. Just something, a large area, maybe two feet by two feet. And I paint two or three per room, and then I just tape them up on each wall. And then you'll see the darker one, the darker way of it, the lighter way of it. And that helps you to see if it works in all lighting in the rooms and if you like it in all the lightings. So here's some professional tips to help you select the color that you love for the room. Number one. Check out color tone against a white background to get the real shade. So when you look at a color chip, it's best to look at the color chip on a piece of copy paper, the white copy paper. It really makes the color show more what it is than on anything else. I use white copy paper. Other people use black or maybe they even have other techniques. But the thing that's helped me through the years is white copy paper. The white paper helps you see the true color. This tip really helped me to see the actual color, and I know it will help you too, so it's a game changer. Number two, test, 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 and we already talked about that, but I'm probably going to mention it about 20 times. <laughs> anyway, so the color test. Always buy a sample of the paint that you think most would work in your room, maybe two or three colors. You can get the little sample size, or you can get small pint size. So I always purchase a little sample before painting anything and then paint the paper, do my sheets, and then I tape them up and I see them in the different lighting and see them night and day and make sure that I like them in all settings. The samples, put them up and then check over 24 hours to see the color in the daylight. Turn on your room lighting, the artificial light. See how the colors look in the artificial light and then see them in the morning. That way you can see the color in the natural light, in artificial light that's in the room. And be sure to turn on any lamps or overhead lighting and see the paint colors in that, in the, I call it builder lighting also, or room task lighting or whatever. Label each color sample to avoid any mix-up. As you do that white paper, label the paper. I usually write on the back what it is and then paint it. Again, if you write it on your paper on the wall, that's great. But make sure you just have it clear that this paint sample is this color because that can easily get mixed up when you're doing, you know, two, three, four colors. Don't use ink on the wall. I've done that through the years uh, or seen it done and it's really hard to paint over. So make sure if you're writing on the wall that you use pencil. 
So we don't want to forget which sample is which because that's really not good. Number five, get a whole room perspective and see if the color harmonizes with the whole space. So in this case, you're going to step back, stand away from the samples that you have on the wall. Then you're looking at the whole picture. You're looking at the floor. You're looking at ceiling. You're looking at wood tones that are in the room. You're looking at furniture that might be in the room. So you want to make sure that everything in the room looks nice with the color that you have. You might have tiles, fabric colors, window coverings. Does it all harmonize well? Stand back and see the whole space, the surrounding areas. Even sometimes you can peek into another room. Is that all harmonizing real pretty together? I'm not saying matching. I'm saying harmonizing. Stand way back to see the whole space and surrounding areas, and it's a great help to see how everything is working together. Okay, number six, consider the sheen of the paint. Flat paint will look different than an eggshell, than a semi-gloss, than a high-gloss paint of the same color. It can actually look different colors. Flat paint will reflect less light than high-gloss or semi-gloss, especially high-gloss. So be sure and check the paint texture and sheen. Number seven, don't ever rely on computer-aided programs to choose paint colors. Many paint companies have online computer programs. They show you the color in a room. I never trust that because, first of all, it's on a computer and the color can be off and it's not being seen in my room with my light. So I kind of use it as a guide, but then I do the tests like we talked about earlier in each room to see that the color really does look like I want it to in the room. Number eight, get inspiration from online resources, but always test first and then buy. It is okay to check magazines, Google, you can Google popular websites and see what colors they're using. That's really a great way to see what colors you think you might be liking. But again, here I go, test the color in the room so that you're not shocked by the outcome because it really does depend on, on the lighting of your room. And it's very expensive to repair or change later. All right, number nine, colors have a, a base color to them. They're either warm or cool. Some colors can go both ways, but most have a, a definite warm or cool base to them. And so does your skin tone. If you don't know whether your skin tone is warm based or cool based, you can go to your local makeup counter or nearby department store. And those ladies there are really most of them very, very professional in seeing what your skin undertone is. And so you want your paint colors in your room to actually be the same undertone as your skin coloring. Mine is warm based, kind of a yellow tone under as my skin color. So I know that I'm going to choose warm based colors. It's actually what I'm more attracted to. So instead of a white, white, I would be a little more attracted to a little teeny bit of cream in it, not completely stark white, where other people who have a cool base may want a really pure white. Again, find out your undertone and then maybe ask the people at the paint store whether the paint itself is a warm base or a cool base. 
But that white cream thing is an indicator. If you wear mostly white blouses, I mean, really stark, stark white blouses, then probably more than likely you, you have a cool undertone to your skin. If you wear a little bit off-white like me, it can look white, but it does have a little warmth in it. Or even like red, there's some really cool reds. And then there's there's like a tomato red. That's kind of the red that I like because it's a little bit warmer. So when you're looking for colors, you want to look at your undertones also and make sure that they match your skin shade. And don't worry about people in your household. Usually we choose like ourselves. So most of the time, it's really not a problem if you're liking warm base, mostly your family also has that same uh, warmer. Occasionally I see that that's not true, but most of the time those in your family have the same undertone issue. And number 10, always choose the color you feel and look good in. And we talked about that with the undertone. Sometimes I use a favorite piece of my neutral clothing and I can look at it as a wall color and just kind of put it up against the wall and say, that would be a pretty color. And then you can pick a paint color from that. If it looks wonderful on me, then when I sit in the room, the room's going to look wonderful on me too. I harmonize with the room pretty. And it makes me feel good because it's my colors. And also, I look beautiful in the room because it's my colors. That's what we're after when we're doing a design. We want our clients to look beautiful in the room. It's very important to become an integral part of your room. And I've said that, you know, we're the art of the room, and that's a whole other subject, but we're part of the design, our bodies, ourselves, and our coloring. So, but seriously, we do feel good with colors that are right for us surrounding us. We look beautiful in those rooms too, so yippee, that's great. Also, we tend to choose things that are like us, and that includes our family, our our furnishings and I will be having a course on this where we are choosing the items for our home based on ourselves. Also we tend to choose things that are like us and that includes our husbands and of course our children are part of us. So don't worry too much about their coloring. Nine times out of ten their coloring and undertones are just like ours. I hope you find these tips helpful. Find your interior design solutions today by going to dcdouglasinteriors.com. Schedule a getting to know you call and get started on the road to great interior design in your home. Hey, listen, if you find value and want to subscribe to this channel, that would be greatly appreciated. If not, it's okay too. I just hope you get at least some takeaways and value from this podcast. That's my goal. For more value, you can go to dcdouglasinteriors.com and become an insider to get my 2022 interior design trends and get tips directly from me in your inbox. And as the verse for the week says, I pray that the Lord is with you, delighting and rejoicing over you with singing this week. And let your light so shine before men in your home. This is one way that your home can be as unique as you. Shine, girls, shine. Next week, we'll discuss five stunning area rugs perfect for any space. Now stop dreaming, start designing with your luxury home and within your budget. Blessings and see you next week. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode, please leave a rating and a written review. This helps other women who want to have a home that mirrors their amazing self find this show. 
Remember, you can have a luxurious home that you love on any budget, and I'm here to help you get it done. Blessings and talk to you next time.